Hey, hey, Podnotians, welcome to Lanks for the Rest of Us, episode 226. I would like to thank everybody for all their support, including and not limited to the most recent Patreon supporters, Robert M. and Michael M. I want to thank you both for your supporting of patreon.com slash podnuts. While this is Podnuts, uh, Lanks for the Rest of Us, episode 225. This email is going to be relating to Lecture the Rest of Us 219, sent by Corbin Dallas. Really? Sent by Corbin Dallas? I don't think your actual name is Corbin Dallas. I'm just saying. The email says, Hi, I'm a listener from Germany on my way through your episodes with much pleasure. I stuck around after getting Google Stadia explained in a clear way and what it may mean for users in the industry just wanted to mention that and in from episodes shown us below that next cloud passwords manager is almost perfect i'm still hopeful for sandstorm.io gets going for real such promising no frills floss server as a service for the rest of us server as floss server as a service for the rest of us I like the sound of that. I found an instance winter courtesy of Austrian, Australian, false group, HTTPS, www.faircom.eu slash en slash fair apps. Tailgate, T-A-I-G-A, was also a clear contender when looking around for projects and time management collab tools, as it turns out, Dutch-based HTTPS D-I-S-T root.org slash E-N slash services slash project boards are using it as well for their teams. And HTTPS F-R-A-M-A-S-O-F-T dot org slash E-N may tingle your freedom radar as well. Great projects out of France. I'll be watching Project Code Rush tonight. Thanks again for your inspiration and your work on the podcast. BRKB. First off, I'm pretty sure your name is not Corbin Dallas. I appreciate the email. The links will be in the notes for the Floss software service as a for the rest of us, which sounds interesting. Also, the Dutch-based collab tools, disroot.org, and the thing that might tingle my freedom radar, F-R-A-M-S-O-F-T.org. I will say there's more, there's too many things for me to actually witness every day. Uh, Free and open source software has become so unbelievably popular, so unbelievably active. It's really difficult me to keep up to date on even remotely everything but i definitely have to thank corbin dallas whatever your real name is for the email and i will take the time to slow everything down and say once again in the linux world everything i see is unbelievably boring not exciting and methodical. The show I used to do back in the day called Linux for the rest of us can no longer 
be done because the ecosystem of Linux has changed underneath me. And following the same methodology, as I mentioned last time, we not only made it economically and fiscally adventurous for companies to follow the free and Libra open source methodology, we've also encouraged the free Libra developers to follow more of a capitalistic, business-centric methodology in their projects. Thus, I say, leading to much more of a boring status of Linux. And by here's the thing, when people hear the word boring, they think negative. When people think the word distraction, they think negative. The word di distraction is not a negative onto itself. There can be many positive distractions. In fact, if I didn't have positive distractions, I'm pretty sure my entire day would be negative. Same kind of thing with software, freedom, floss, and Linux. If there isn't a bit of capitalism, if there isn't a little bit of capitalist methodology put into my software, then it's going to be bad. Because I say it's boring doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's not exciting. It still can be advancing. It still can be doing good. It still can be pushing people to do the right thing. But it doesn't have to be exciting to do such. Now, I'm going to spend a couple minutes to talk about what is all of a sudden became infamous, infamous, R-M-S. Long story short, he was deranged. He was near insane. There was many things about his demeanor that everyone took as being, there's something wrong with that guy. Because there was something wrong with that guy. Everybody involved in Linux knew there was something wrong with that guy. Nobody said to anybody else for the last 20 years or whatever, hey, you know, that Richard M. Stallman, he's a pretty straight guy. He has pretty much everything figured out. Maybe we should think like he does. Nobody has ever said that to themselves. We've always said, you know, Richard, he's a little bit out there. I'm not going to say he's wrong. I'm not going to say he's misguided. But I will say he might be like barking up the wrong tree. Maybe he's doing stuff a little bit wrong. And that's the extent of what we were at liberty to say in the Linux world for 20 plus years. Maybe a little bit less, but I'm going to say 20 plus years because it sounds more dramatic. Okay. Um, link I will have in the notes. It was right before the complete fiasco when he started to talk about rape and he started to talk about, well, maybe it was their choice kind of. As far as I'm concerned, I'm sorry if I offend anybody by these terms, because I don't care what I said before, but I'll say these terms following, I'm really sorry if I offend you. But his near state of mental retardation in saying, well, maybe if uh, the pedophile 
was uh, dealing with a consensual uh, person, uh, maybe it wasn't uh, that bad. What you people don't understand is we in the Linux world have been dealing with that ridiculous state of argumentative facts that we have really a hard time pushing him around. I'm happy the rest of the world has a chance to see just how butt-nuttaby insane that RMS is because he is insane. He needs to be cordoned off. Nothing has changed in the Linux user's realm of where RMS states. What's changed is how the normal person looks at him because to them, he's obviously stupid. He's obviously ignorant. He's obviously unbelievably inept in the realms of what is common, normal behavior that's acceptable. Now, with that said, he literally did a talk days before this insanity struck, and he did it to Microsoft. RMS, Richard M. Stallman, gave a talk at Microsoft. And I got to tell you, nobody in my realm that I know of believed this was even possible or plausible. So it only makes sense that this turned into insanity and ended up being his complete undoing. Because for him to give a talk at Microsoft must mean nothing that he understands as being sane is no longer sane. And I'll say I'm having a really difficult time finding actual recorded content from RMS at Microsoft. But I will say I am able to find unbelievably scummy content from people like Lunduke on YouTube. Um, there's few scummier people I think I've ever witnessed in my life than people like Lunduke Maybe Stallman is on the same level of scumminess. Um, I'll just say I am happy when I perform a search on any search engine that I partake in, and I do not see a result resulting in Lunduke or RMS. Um, they're both, to me, equally disturbingly scummy, uh, self referential, self-important, self-reliant, and um, only, 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 only involved with self and only interesting in promoting self. Um, Part of me as a Lennox weenie is unbelievably satisfied at the absence of RMS in the future of the industry. I'll fully admit that. Part of me is unbelievably sad that we're not going to have somebody as one-sided, somebody as polarized, somebody as vexed in order to hunker down on the one-sidedness of free Libra open source software. Now, at every juncture as end users, we're going to have to use our own personal judgment on what is right, what is wrong, why it is right, why it is wrong, instead of relying on a what many people consider to be a mental invalid on deciding on what is right and what is wrong. 
Um, I think it's good to have extremely polarized individuals in the conversation just to let us normal folk know what it looks like to be extremely polarized, what it looks like to be extremely out on the fringe. Um, not having him around anymore is not going to help the normal person to understand what it means to be a advocate for something on the extreme ends. Um, having mental invalids like Lunduke around is only going to hurt our cause because it's going to seem much more squishy, much more, much more pointless. And to be honest, the only time I think of a name like Lunduke, it's immediately preceded or followed by the the word pointless. Um, he is a absolute marksman at pointless conversation, kind of like a lot of our political leaders are at pointless conversation. Where I will say RMS was not a marksmanship at pointment at like pointless conversations. His conversations were often very, very pointed, very, very exact. Uh, there were, were often very important things behind what he was saying. Whether you agreed with him or not, you know, was a point of good conversation. But he was not pointless. He was not frivolous. He was not fluffy. He was not saying things, I believe just to get clicks, just to get attention, just to beg, just to beg, look at me, like the kind of conversations I hear coming out of a lot of other Linux faces, not to mention people like Lunduke or Chris, or go ahead and pick like another four or five names out there that you've seen, where I personally believe 99% of the reason why they say things is has nothing to do with faith, has nothing to do with morals, has nothing to do with ethics, has nothing to do with core values, but only has to do with, will this drive clicks towards me or not? Will it help draw attention towards me or not? Will it make people believe in what I'm saying? Will it make people believe in what I'm spouting off of the top. That's what I believe I'm hearing when I listen to a huge majority of anything with the word Linux in it. It's propaganda. It's, it's nothing more than material feeding their own cause. It's fodder. It's, it's pure technical term fodder. What they're saying has nothing to do with the point. It has nothing to do with the actual developers. It has nothing to do with the actual users. It has nothing to do with the actual idea. It has nothing to do with the actual ideas of what made Linux desirable to the nerds like myself. Instead, it just has propaganda behind it, pushing ideals that sound right to mental invalids, to people that don't understand how anything works, to people that don't really have any concept why anything works, to people that don't have any care 
of when anything works. And then you have these, as far as I'm concerned, the bottom of the barrel. You have these clickbaity, scumbaiting people scraping hard. And yes, they put a little inflection when they scrape and they scrape the bottom of this Lennox barrel and they beg everybody to do whatever you have to do to upvote, to say yes, to thumbs up, to subscribe, to do whatever you got to do to make them believe that they're doing the right thing. 99% of everything with the word Linux in it that I'm seeing coming across any search engine. And trust me when I tell you, I'm searching a great many of search engines. 99.9 of what I'm seeing come across it is completely scum-laden crap. And I'm saying crap because I want to remain family-friendly. And for you, any end user, to not question everything you click in 2019... It's almost October. In late 2019, September 2019, if you don't question every single little thing you click, trust me when I tell you 99% of what you click is complete garbage. Looking for ad revenue and looking for you to just click through so they can get a little bit of (sighs) positive feedback for their crap clickbait article there's nothing i can tell you anybody out there involved or interested in linux except listen to individuals communicate communicate with people that are actually involved in linux stop listening to publications stop listening Two podcast podcast have been completely overwhelmed with ads. They've completely been overridden by sponsorship deals. They've been completely overridden by what will gr- draw the greatest clicks. It has nothing to do with what actually supports Linux. It has nothing to do with what with, with what supports the ecosystem. It has nothing to do with what supports the end user. It has nothing to do with what supports freedom. There's no better way for me to tell you except this. Never, ever, for the rest of your life, believe anything if you don't have root. And when you do have root... You have to practice root. And when anything, ask for root to your brain, to your psyche, to anything. You have to stop and ask yourself, do I want to relinquish? Do I want to give up? Do I want to give that path to this utterly craptastic podcast with five ads in it? Do I want to give up 
my consciousness to some podcast with less than 30 episodes that swears it knows what it's talking about? Do I want to give up my belief system to a website that I've literally never heard before, before maybe a year or two ago? The answer is no. The answer is you need to have faith in stuff that's been around. And I'm never saying you need to listen to Linux for the rest of us and only Linux for the rest of us. Oh my goodness, no. Oh no. But you need to be skeptical of any podcast you listen to. You need to be utterly skeptical of any website you click on that tries to tell you how Linux works. You need to be utterly skeptical of anybody preaching to you like RMS on how free and Libra open source software is supposed to work. Because the bottom line is no one person has ever controlled everything in the free Libra open source software ecosystem we call GNU Linux. And I just said GNU Linux. And I have a very horrible thing to say to people. And that is, don't be shocked if in two to three to five years, nobody even recognizes the terms GNU Linux. RMS is the initial catastrophic downfall in GNU. Microsoft's insane adoption of Linux will not relinquish. Do not be shocked if in two to three years, Microsoft releases an operating system with Linux as the kernel plus No GNU anywhere in the operating system. Do not be shocked if in three to five years after that, nobody on this planet is using GNU anything without explicit desire to do so. This might be the beginning of the end of GNU and nobody even knows it. You people out there lusting, and I use that word not lightly in one sense of the word, you people out there lusting for the Linux desktop, for the year of the Linux desktop, I blame you people out there lusting, lusting, doing whatever it takes to lust after the idea of the Linux desktop. You people might get exactly what you asked for at any and all cost of everything else. Do not be shocked if in three to five years you have your disgustingly putrid year of the Linux desktop. And that year of the Linux desktops is Windows 11 or the next version of Windows running off the Linux kernel. And I blame everybody out there lusting after the year of the Linux desktop. It's your fault all this has happened. Nothing in Linux has ever happened because of a single individual desiring after it. It's all been because of groups sought 
sorting after, driving after, (sighs) lusting after our needs. And if we only have single-blinded vision that we have to have the Linux desktop. We have to have the year of the Linux desktop. What happens at the year of the Linux desktop? We must have the year of the Linux desktop. You have forsaken everything else that have gotten us to that point. There is much more important things. There is much more important things than the year of the Linux desktop. And it is the inevitability of the Linux kernel. What Linus set forth 20 plus years ago had nothing to do with a desktop operating system. It has to do with a free Libra open ecosystem based microkernel where everybody could develop, everybody could contribute, and everybody could benefit. Microsoft becoming more and more and more and more Linux friendly day after day after day very well could lead to the three E's, which I believe was originally stated in 1996. And I really hope you know what those three E's are. And I really hope Me saying them is not a shock to anybody listening. Those three E's are, okay, ready, everybody, say it with me. Extend, embrace, extinguish. The dirty thing is, is we don't know if that's what Microsoft is doing until the completion of that last word. Microsoft is most definitely extending. Oh, they are most definitely embracing. We have Linux through and through the Windows 10 desktop. We have my, we have Linux accessible from the beginning of the 2016 server install to the end. We can run Bash shells. We can run Linux. We can run GNU tools. We can run anything we want Linux-based in virtually any Microsoft operating system today. 2019, September 24th, 2019. The amount of Linux we can run inside Windows is insane. It's obvious they're extending. It's obvious they're embracing. Is it obvious they're extinguishing? I don't know. I know my history, my experience, my views. I think it's pretty obvious. Microsoft is beholden to its shareholders. Thus, it doesn't want positive things to come out of Linux being involved with it. So it's going to try to extinguish. As long as the Microsoft kernel, the Microsoft operating system, the Microsoft pay model, the Microsoft subscription model, the Microsoft bottom line is able to succeed. Um, I'm worried. I'm really genuinely, genuinely, genuinely worried um, about Linux three years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, whether it's going to be able to make decisions on its own without having to rely on someone as disgustingly perverse 
as Microsoft to agree with their decisions. Um, you know, me as an adult, as a human, I never want to rely on a pedophile on my decisions of marriage or parenthood. And that's what I feel like when I worry about Linux and the ecosystem and what decisions it can make in the future. We'll have to rely on a pedophile's good nature because that's what it feels like. I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm completely mistaken, but I can tell you this. I would beg somebody to go back and start to listen to the first episodes of Linux for the rest of us because I guarantee you right now, at least one out of three or four things I stated off the wall came to absolute fruition, came to real life. And I truly believe in my heart of hearts, Microsoft will forsaken its own kernel in benefit for something more stable, more ideological, more accepted, more diverse, more comprehensible, more programmable, more flexible, more understandable, and dang near just better. And that's a Linux kernel. Just a question of when. I don't know when it's going to be, but I know right now, everything I see says it's going to happen. It's just a question of when. Um, I really hope if you agree with me or disagree with me, you would send an email in to podnuts, sorry, podcast at linuxfortherestofus.com. You can send me an email at mailpodnuts.com, doordoorgeek at gmail.com, or you can go to podnuts.com and click on the contact link. Um, I have entertained the idea of at least one or two, what I consider to be really good friends, uh, to be hosting, co-hosting this show. Um, if you have any belief on what should or shouldn't happen, don't hesitate to contact me. Um, if you don't contact me, your vote, your thoughts, your ideas don't matter. If you do contact me, uh, it just proves to me that you care. So again, podcast at Linux of the rest of us.com, or you can send me a voicemail at 706 stop, uh, dash podnut. Um, I want to really say again, thank you to everyone for their support. Uh, it's really hard to put into words um, how much I thank everyone. At the same token, uh, everyone who does not contact me, everyone who just freely downloads and never contacts a network, you are the bane of my existence. Uh, you are the people that I would happily punch right in the throat um, as much as anybody else. Because if you do not provide feedback, then I do not understand why you listen. I listen to over 155 podcasts and I at least email three to four different podcasts every week. Uh, so at least once a year, I send an email in. Uh, if you do not try to contact the people you listen to, I really don't un understand why you listen to them. I really hope you do try to contact the people you listen to. There's no better way to make a connection. I love a lot of you people, and I will definitely talk to everyone again real soon. And never forget, never, ever forget, if you do not have root, you really, really, really have no idea who does. I love you.